Testing, a testing, a one, two, and a three. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the I Feel Funny podcast with your host, Gracie Lee Ross. I am no one that particularly special. Actually, I can't say that about myself. I'm special. No, okay. So I'm here to talk about something that has recently um, taken over my entire life. Um, I want to talk about today being a business owner at 21 years of age. Um, because I know a lot of people out there either have a business or they're thinking about wanting to be a business owner. And I wanted to give my two cents and I want to be brutally honest and I want to be completely open And I want to tell you guys my experience of being a business owner at 21. I hope you guys have had a really good week. This podcast is running a little bit late this week only because I honestly have been going through, um, I was saying last week I was in a lull. I'm still in that lull. It's weird. Every Monday I get back into it. And like I start the week off strong, but then when it gets to Wednesday, I completely like plateau and I'm fucking, I am done for the week. Like I cannot be productive on like a Friday anymore, which I'm going to try and get out of that funk. So I thought that I'd give myself a little bit of a break from the podcast. I never want to force it. For me, the podcast is like a decompress through the week and I'm not enjoying it. What is the absolute point? So yeah, basically last week I had a very tough, very brutal week of for my business um, and it definitely made me want to talk to you guys about it because I was like, wow, no one fucking talks about this. And I think when you uh, like hear about businesses, you never really hear of like the fail the failed businesses, which I think a majority, unfortunately, I think there's like a percentage. I literally have done zero research, which I actually should have, but don't quote me on this. I feel like there is a very high percentage of um, business failures. Actually, you know what? I'm actually going to be a podcaster and fucking get it up. Hang on. (laughs) I actually wish I didn't see it. Because now it's got me feeling quite stressed. Um, so apparently, um, 20% of businesses fail in their first year and around 60% will go bust within the first three years. That's so cute, honestly. And you know what? That is just really good to hear um, when, you are, <laughs> when you have a small business. It's honestly phenomenal. <laughs> it just makes you want to get up and go, 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 doesn't it? Um, no. All that aside, if starting a business is what you you want to do, you got to do it because like I say in every episode, we're going to die one day and if you never do it, you will never know. So yeah, it could be a complete waste of time and money or you could absolutely pop off and learn so much along the way. Um, it Like I was talking about in my last episode, Um, it all depends on your version of happiness. 
So my version of happiness is working and providing for myself to have the flexibility to actually live life and not work every single day of my life living paycheck to paycheck. That for me is my nightmare. I'm not saying that if that is not your version of happiness, that that's wrong. That is just mine. And everyone has their own version of happiness. So basically in this episode, I want to give you a real perception of running a business from a person that is currently running a business and who is struggling. And I want to tell you the things that maybe you didn't know because you hear about the businesses that are thriving. Oh my God, she's 22 and she is a millionaire. I want to do that too. And then people just like jump on it and they don't really realize the absolute grind that you have to go through some people are lucky and some people like their businesses just pop off in the first year and to that I say um please (laughs) I wish that was me um but look it's not I think I'm in my third year now and you know what's scary there's apparently a rule that In your first five years, if you don't make it, then your business will never make it. That's cute. (laughs) Guys, I've got two more years to go and then I'm a failure. (laughs) No, honestly, um, whether my business succeeds or not, I am so glad that I've done it. And I'm going to tell you why today. Just hang in there, okay? I am so glad I do not have a camera set up because the faces I'm making are actually ridiculous and it looks like I'm taking the piss. Like it looks like everything I'm saying is a joke. Okay, let's jump into it. So I have a bagel business. So I bake and sell bagels and I offer catering services and all sorts of stuff. So basically my dad lives in New York And when I was 18 years old, I went to, I think it was 17 actually, I went to New York and I tried my first ever bagel and it was love at first sight. I had never had a bagel before. I just like, oh, I went crazy over it. Crazy. What a little weirdo. I literally went crazy over this bagel. I smuggled bagels in my suitcase back to Australia which is like, are you fucking stupid, bitch? Like, I don't even know if that's legal, but I know that I didn't declare it. So, idiot. So, I put like 12 bagels in my bag to smuggle back home to Australia. I went back another time, I think. And obviously loved it even more. Um, And at the time, I was studying creative industries and entertainment. And I was like, I am, I want a business. Like, I want a business. Ever since primary school, I knew that I wanted to work for myself. My mom works for herself and I grew up seeing that. So I kind of always just have known as a kid, which is really weird, that I just wanted to be my own boss. So I was absolutely fiending for an idea. I was 18 and I was ready to get started. So I just, I remember I was brainstorming in my room one night and I just went ding, ding, ding. I'm going to have a bagel business and I'm going to have a bagel shop and it's going to be fucking awesome. Give me a year, guys. Watch me. Watch me thrive. 
that's that was my thought process so I got my word document out I think I was facetiming my best friend at the time and I was like pitching this idea everyone thought I was stupid um even my mum was like you have never made bread in your life like why would you do this and I was like watch me you know when people doubt you for me when people doubt me it literally makes me just want to prove them wrong so I did (laughs) and I learned how to bake bagels um at the start they were absolutely shit no one told me really (laughs) but I knew that they were shit looking back now how embarrassing um yeah and I made an Instagram I made a website by myself and I just started now like I said in my last episode I was 19 no I was 18 when I first started lol I was 18 So at that time, I was also a party queen. Um, I had just gone through a breakup. So I was like, let's get on the piss. I just want to get drunk. And oh my God, everything. And I was not focusing on my business. I was like selling bagels. Yes. But like I would post like once a month and honestly just wasted like the first like one or two years, whatever. Most recently, probably last year, um, I was like, okay, if I don't pull my head out of my ass, this will never, ever, 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 ever work out. Ever. Ever. So I started grinding. Um, I have been taking more time off my casual job, um, making so much less money. It's crazy. Like I'm like, oh, okay, I can afford my rent, but I literally like can't do anything this weekend. Like I am just managing to pay my bills through my casual job, trying to break even for my business. It is the struggle, the struggle street. But the reward of working for myself is above all that. You know what I mean? So last week had a very, very very tough week um and I literally just want to run through my day and I want to walk you through my mindset and how it literally everything was thrown on me I've had so many days where I will wake up at 4am and finish at 6pm baking and I am going why the fuck am I doing this this is torture this is fucking torture. So (laughs) I say that because whenever I get like a huge wholesale order from a cafe or something like that, when you're starting out, um, pricing is a whole issue. Me as a person, I'm stupid. I am, I am fucking stupid. I don't understand numbers. I look, I'm pretty sure I have dyslexia. Um, I don't understand numbers or maths. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm fucking dumb. I like people say, what the fuck is this plus this? And I literally freeze on the spot and like piss myself. I was at the post office literally half an hour ago, posting something to the United States, which was $38 by the way, absolutely get fucked. Um, and he was like, oh, you just need to like write the total of everything in here. And I had to add shit on the spot (laughs) in front of him and it was literally five plus two plus three plus six and I was like 
um, literally there with my fingers under the desk trying to count. Anyways, you, you get the point. I've always struggled with pricing. And also, I'm a pushover. I'm a pushover. So get this. I don't know how to count. <laughs> I'm a pushover. And I don't have the equipment to make a big wholesale order. So I have literally only just cracked down on not undercharging myself, if that makes sense. Like a whole, like a, a, a cafe will think I'm so expensive for my prices, but they don't understand that I literally am baking for eight hours in the day. I am not even, I'm not getting any money into my pocket at all. It's going straight back into my business and they think I am too expensive. So this is number one. (laughs) Rule number one, guys, do not sell yourself short because I have been doing that for the past two years, I think. You need to like know your shit. You need to do research and you can't sell yourself short. My Now, like my wholesale prices are cheap and that is an in, com, in like competition with other wholesale bagel places in Australia, which in Queensland on the Gold Coast, there's not that many. But in comparison, I'm a lot more expensive because I don't have the machines and the huge ovens to get it done fucking fast. And you got to take it or leave it. Like you can't lessen it because it's already fucked. Like it's already fucked me working for so long for such little money just to try and keep it afloat and to try and keep up. So yeah, don't sell yourself short and people will try. I have had people you know, complain about a $10 delivery fee when I live in Pimpama and they are in like, what, Tweed Heads or something, which is an hour's drive from me. Like you can't complain about that (laughs) and you have to be understanding and you can't be a pushover. You have to stand your ground and you have to decide what's more important, the money or your time. Anyways, I hope that makes sense. Number two, be super, super sure of yourself. Um, I still struggle with this. Um, I always question, you know, when things are quiet, um, when I'm not doing well, I'm like, fuck, is this worth it? And in business, you have to understand that your mindset is everything, especially being 21 years old. You know, you are in a certain time in your life. For me, at least, I am finding myself. I am going through a lot of change and I've become so much more aware of the world that it hurts to the point now I can't even fucking kill a spider because I'm like, but it's alive, even flies, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I am so aware of the world now. Did I say that? I'm so aware of the world. Yeah, I'm so aware that, I don't know, it's it's a huge change to be like, okay, this is my life and I'm living it. (laughs) So you're going through all that and you're trying to run a business. Whereas, look, don't get, I don't know, I don't know. 
I, I'm not a 30-year-old, but I see 30-year-olds as people who have their shit more together. You know, they've got 10 years advance on me. They've probably already been through what I've been through. They're more sure of themselves and they're more focused and business-driven. They've had more experience. So competing with older people who like know their shit and are like 10 years advanced from me is really hard because as a young business person you are focusing on not only your business but like finding yourself too and that's really really hard so you're dealing with all that as well so just keep that in mind your reality your mindset is your reality so when you're going through stage, stages of depression, which I get myself in, I have these like depressive episodes. Your business isn't going to wait for those depressive episodes. You know, you kind of have to keep yourself in the game and make that your driving point, make that your escape. Like if you're not going to enjoy, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're not going to make it. It's going to make you more depressed. The thought of me being successful pulls me out of those depressive episodes and it makes me work harder. Whereas in the past, say last year, in those depressive episodes, I could not do work and I would lose business because I was like, I can't be fucked. I can't be fucked. I can't be fucked. Number three, the sacrifice is real. When starting out, especially in hospitality like me, because I'm baking, it's, it's very hard on the body. It's, it's labor. You need to set aside time. So I've sacrificed a few things. I've sacrificed my work, my casual job to be able to focus more on my business. And I have sacrificed like a lot of my time. So I'm going to walk you through a day last week. Um, two days actually, two days of hell last week. And this isn't the first time I've been through hell. I've had many of these days where I have cried myself to sleep going, is this fucking worth it? So I'm going to walk you through. So last Wednesday, I got an email from a cafe and they wanted 150 bagels. Now I was at work and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, it means I have to rush home. And I have to start baking now because I know I can't make 150 bagels at home in my oven in one day. So it means that I have to do this in two days. So I baked about less than half the first day. The next day I got up at 5am. No, yes, 5am. And I started baking. Now, this was fucked. (laughs) It was really, really fucked. Um, so I didn't finish until 3 p.m. that day. My feet were in so much pain. At 4.30, I had support work. I had a client. So I had to quickly shower and rush there. I was exhausted. I felt so bad. I couldn't even talk that much. Like I was trying my best to like be lively, but I was dying inside. I was so tired that I couldn't even drive home. So I had to stay at my boyfriend's house because it was closer. Even though that's all great, I had planned 
to do a bagel box the next day, which is like a little sandwich box, like ready-made sandwiches. And I had actually gotten a hold of some influencers the week before. They replied to my email and they said that they would love to try my bagel boxes that I offered to them. So this is another aspect of business, Um, putting yourself out there and not being paid for it. So I had kind of organized with these influencers that if they, you know, I dropped my bagels off to them in hopes that they would post me to their story and tag me. So I was driving home to my boyfriend's house, exhausted. And I was like, okay, this means that if if I'm here, I have to wake up at 4.30 a.m. No, 4 a.m. tomorrow morning to drive home to my house and start making the bagel boxes so I can have them dropped off in Burley by 8 a.m. And I also have to package all 150 bagels into bags, put them in my car. So it was like three grueling days. And plus I was so nervous to meet these like influencer girls. Um, And that's another thing. When you make deals with people like this, they don't owe you anything. Like they can say, yeah, we would absolutely please, you know, they had a little event on and they said, yes, we could absolutely use your bagel boxes. Them saying that, they they didn't say, yeah, 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 yeah girl, we're going to post you to your story. It's going to be all good. Like you kind of just have to hope. And so I ended up dropping off to them. She was absolutely lovely. And I was like, fuck, please, please, please. I dropped the 150 bagels off in Corumban. And it was 10 a.m. by this time. And I was driving home. And I'm checking my phone, checking my phone. She hasn't tagged me. I start cleaning up my kitchen because I had left it in shambles. I was so tired, still had to clean the kitchen. And I was thinking, fuck, she hasn't posted. And I started spiraling. Maybe she didn't like them. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. What if they were bad? What if this? What if that? I don't know. And I was so upset, like I had a little cry and I was like, maybe this isn't for me. The amount of times I've had this thought, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Like I have just worked nine hours plus for little money and I have like wasted so much money on this bagel sandwich box and I don't even know if they liked it. I'm scared. And I literally just had to have a nap because I just was so overwhelmed and terrified that they did not like this box. Anyways, so the next day, still nothing. Um, And I followed up with her and I I just asked how she, how it was and like asked for any feedback. And she actually got back to me and she said that they were really good, which was fucking great. Like I ended up getting really excited and happy She did say she was going to post to her story. It's been five days and she hasn't, which is actually kind of more disappointing. I would prefer radio silence than to like, I don't know. Now I'm like, I was more hopeful and now my dreams have been crushed again. But I am trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, 
again, they don't owe me anything. So you just have to keep that in mind as well. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot, time, money, and your effort. And depending on what business you're going into, you know, a lot of e-commerce businesses, they don't, it's not as hard on your body and like emotionally and stuff like that. Whereas with hospitality, like bagels, um, it can be really, really hard, especially when you're working around casual work to pay your bills and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when it was nighttime, I had finally showered and washed my hair and I'd sat down. And I took a deep breath and I was like, that was really fucking hard, but I kind of crushed it. Like, how did I manage to do that? And I gave myself a pat on the back and I was like, this is why you do it. This feeling right now, 48 hours later, this feeling of satisfaction that I had really accomplished something. I had not only accomplished one thing, but two things in less than two days and you know what's fucked I still felt like I had to do more which is like okay babe you need to rest like this is when you settle down you stop but this is this is what happens like business mixed with super bad anxiety it just there's absolutely no rest which sucks but you got to look on the bright side of everything I hope that made sense. I did dissociate while I was talking. So I'm a bit confused and I hope that that made sense. Let me just recollect for a second. Again, um, you can't half-ass anything either. Like if you're going to do this, you have to be 100% in it. So yes, those two days for me was really hard And it was really hard on my body. But again, the labor side is there, right? But if I'm not filming and if I'm not posting these things, no one's going to know that I've done this. So you not only have to do that, but you have to brush up on your marketing skills. We are coming into an age where people who are coming into business now are younger people. And especially, you know, as I guess Gen Z enter their... I guess mid-20s, we are like the most on top of social media. And from what I've gathered, just, you know, being in business and stuff like that, I'm like, wow, we're going to have a cutout for us because all these competitors, like these Gen Z competitors, are fucking great with social media because we've grown up with it. We know how to use Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. We know how to do all that and they can market the shit out of their product. Like compared to like people, I guess, like in their 30s or whatever, they can like, you know, learn and whatever, but we have grown up with it. So going into business now, it's going to be, I think, a little bit harder. It's going to be go one of two ways. It's got either going to be re- like a lot easier because Gen Z has you know, wasted a lot of their life on TikTok and, you know, life gets away and maybe they haven't really been able to make their own business because social media is too distracting or the Gen Zs that do make businesses are going to be really fucking good at social media and marketing is 
everything. So brush up on that and you have to be on top of that. Recently, I have just ordered a tripod and a light and I have been making TikToks and Instagram and I'm, you know, that has grown my order number each week a lot because people like want to know like who's behind the business, how it's made, all this stuff. Like you can be grinding behind the scenes, but if you're not showing your work, people are going to look at the places that are. So the main takeaway from this, if you're wanting to start a business, whoa, I'm sorry, I just did something with my throat. The main thing I would want you to take away from this is be passionate about what you're doing because, whoa, sorry, it won't be as easy as you think. You think of the end goal, right? When you start a business, it's so exciting. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, I'm going to do this. Oh my God, bagels, I'm going to have a bagel cafe. Absolutely not. It does not work like that. And the work that it takes to get there can be really excruciating. And if you don't have a passion for that, or if you're not into it enough, it's not going to work. Like you are not going to be able to handle the stress. It's not an overnight thing. And I think business journeys is it's completely different from everyone. There are some overnight successes and there are people that are five years into their business and they're still really, really struggling. And it is terrifying. It is terrifying not knowing if all of your work is going to pay off. You don't know if you're going to look back in five years and be like, wow, I just actually, those three years, I didn't get anywhere with my business. It just didn't work. So you can either half-ass it or you could put everything you've got into it and hope that it works and just make sure that your mindset is, you know, you're fixated on it, that you you're not going to create a reality where it's going to make it hard to succeed because if you aren't in a good reality, you're going to question yourself too much and that's going to distract you from that. I remember um, another little side story. I had to make 2,000 rainbow bagels Um. She originally said 3,000. Actually, I think I ended up making 2,000 last year. And that was hell on earth. I think I lost like half of my profit. <laughs> um, it was crazy. And I cried myself to sleep. And I questioned everything. And that was a year ago. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still doing it. Um, I don't know. You just have to be switched on what works for your business, what doesn't, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing wholesale orders. Maybe I should be focusing on catering. You know, it's just a huge learning learning journey. It's just, you won't know until you do it. So you literally just have to jump in head first and give it your best shot. So don't start tomorrow, start now, start researching. How can you move forward how can you get the ball rolling you know even message me if you have any questions um I love talking to you guys 
it literally makes my day better when I get messages from you guys. So if you have any questions about business or an idea you have, or even if you're struggling, send me a message. Um, I truly, truly appreciate it. And I love talking to anyone who listens to my podcast. So yes. Um, also another thing, just be honest with yourself. Um, there are so many products out there. Do something different. Um, if you are jumping on a bandwagon or, um, if it's, if you're jumping on a trend, try to exceed that. Make it not a trend. It has to be something that is timeless, something that is not going to fade away, something that hasn't been done before. Make it a niche so it's that much more easier for you to be successful. Oh my God, guys, I just got a message saying that I've been accepted to the Gold Coast Health for urology, which means that I'm going to fucking get my kidney stone blasted from outside of my stomach, which is so great. I've been put on the wait list. So I have to go under... Like I have to be knocked out and have a kidney stone blasted from outside of my body. Are you fucking serious? Oh, you know what? When I was younger, I used to be so excited about going under. Like, are you stupid? Now? Oh, get fucked. Oh, sorry. Anyways, um... I hope this was helpful. I might even have to do a part two because I truly don't think, I think that was so much messier than it was supposed to be. It was so much more of a clean episode in my head and I feel like it was just all over the shop. And if I have to record this again, I will be upset. Um, but no, thank you so much guys for listening. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please, please rate it. It would mean the world to me. It means that we can grow our little community. The more rates we get, the more Spotify loves the podcast. So please rate, follow for updates if you'd like. If you want to leave a little comment, say something kind of nice. If it's mean, um, maybe just keep it in. Or send it to me in my DMs. I'd much rather that. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. I really fucking appreciate it. Go drink some water. Put some lemon in it. You you literally live, live once. Put lemon in your water. Fuck it. A little bit of ice. A little bit of ice in there. Okay. Mwah. Have a blessed week. Get shit done, babe. I fucking believe in you. Bye.